The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. Have you ever lived there? Has that ever been the expression of your heart? Has that ever been how you, how you felt? Well, that's how Psalm 3 begins. It begins, frankly, with a note, seems to be a note of real defeat. Uh, like we're losing the battle. And yet, by the time Psalm 3 ends, we're going to be on the winning side. Psalm 3 is an amazing psalm. Let me show you first where it points in Scripture. We believe that Psalm 3 was written when David was running for his life from his own son. Imagine Absalom, his own son, has turned against him, taken the kingdom from him. Uh, so you're dealing with betrayal and disappointment and trouble. Sound familiar? Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. Maybe you're dealing with an Absalom today, or maybe it's not that, it's something else. Everybody has something to deal with. Where does Psalm 3 fit in the, in the scheme of Scripture? We believe it fits in 2 Samuel chapter 15, verse 30 says, And David went up by the ascent of Mount Olivet, and wept as he went up, and had his head covered, and he went barefoot, and all the people that was with him covered every man his head, and they went up, weeping as they went up. Now, geographically, they're going up. But emotionally, it seems like they're going down. They're going into the valley. It sounds a lot like the way Psalm 3 begins, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Here's a man dealing with difficulty. I'm glad God shows us this in Scripture, that David, the man after God's own heart, the man of great blessing, also had his burdens. The man who was so blessed also had his battles. You're not alone. And look, there is no temptation taken you but such as is common to man, but God is faithful. So it brings us to a second thing we learn in Psalm 3. Not only where does it point to in Scripture, but how does it point us to God? Well, I'm just glad it doesn't end with what I read to you in verse 1 and verse 2. There is a sila there. There is a pause. Meditate on David and his hurt and his heart for a moment, but then get beyond that. Listen to verse 3. But thou, O Lord... Isn't it wonderful when God butts in? But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of mine head. Look at this. He's my shield. God's going to protect you. He's my glory. Maybe you have nothing to glory in today, but you can glory in Christ. You can glory in the Lord. He's the lifter up of your head. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? The psalmist would write in another psalm. Why art thou disquieted in me? Is your head hanging low today? Lift your head up. You say, I can't. I can't get my head up. Oh, yes, the Lord will lift your head up. Hebrews says, lift up the hands which hang down. In other words, we all get to the place where we're just kind of moping around and we're groaning our way through life. Get your head up, friend. The Lord's the lifter up of your head. Verse 4, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and He heard me out of His holy hill, Selah. So He's the God who answers prayer. God hears you. Maybe nobody hears you. 
Uh, maybe nobody knows what you're dealing with. Sometimes the greatest battles are the ones fought in private. The greatest burdens are the ones nobody knows about. When you wet your pillow with your tears in the middle of the night and wonder how you're going to live through this, God hears you there. Did you notice there's another Selah? You look, don't just think about how hard you have it. Think about how good your God is. So what happens in verse 5? He says, I laid me down and slept. I awaked for the Lord sustained me. Oh, you can rest in Him. You can go to sleep because God's going to take the night watch. He faints not, neither is weary. He does not slumber nor sleep. That's beautiful, isn't it? In another place, the Bible says, He giveth His beloved sleep. Rest in the Lord. Why? For the Lord sustained me. Can I tell you, God is your sustainer. Look, He's not going to just get you started. Paul would later write, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Hey, David, I know God gave you a promise that you were going to be on this throne and have an eternal kingdom, and now it looks like that's not coming to pass, but just know this, God's got it under control. You're still on the winning side. The Lord's going to sustain you. Uh, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. So David goes on in Psalm 3, verse 6 to say, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people. Was he tempted to be? I'm sure he was. But it makes a choice. Look, exercise your will against your own emotions today. I will not. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me roundabout. Remember, God's not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He goes on in verse 7 to say, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. Look, don't just meditate on your difficulty. Meditate on who God is and what God is going to do. Selah. Pause and think about this. Let me tell you who God is in Psalm 3. He's the Savior. Now remember, David already knows God, but he's crying out for salvation. You see, the salvation God gives is not just past tense. You may say, well, yes, 30 years ago I got saved. Wonderful. God saved you that day from the penalty of your sin. Praise God for that. But that wasn't the end of your salvation, friend. That was just the beginning. So God's salvation is not just past tense. God's salvation is not just future tense. Somebody says, well, I know when the Lord comes back someday, I'm going to be saved from all this mess. Yes, that's true. Someday God's going to save you from the very presence of sin and all the curse that's connected to it. But I want to remind you, our God is a present tense God. He is the I am, not the I was or the I will be. He's a very present help in time of trouble. He's with you right where you are. So His salvation is always a present tense salvation. The same God who saved you from the penalty of sin and will save you from the presence of sin wants to save you from the power of sin today wants to deliver you from the power of the wicked one, wants to deliver you from this present evil world that we are in. He is a present tense Savior. You can call on Him now. Did you know that's what the word Hosanna means? The word Hosanna literally means save now. I pray that many times through the day when I need the Lord. I just say, Hosanna, Lord. Save now. Help me now. Psalm 3 doesn't just point to the enemy. It points to our captain. Friend, we're on the winning side. And so it brings us to a third thing. Not only what Psalm 3 points out in Scripture and how it points to God, but what does it point out for our life? Very simply, here's my takeaway. Stop looking at your circumstances, at the enemy that's against you. 
and stop listening to everybody else around you. I know many there be which say of my soul there's no help for him in God, but stop listening to everybody else and begin to rehearse again who God is. That's what David does through Psalm 3. He just goes back to what he knows for sure and who he knows for sure. Remember, if God be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Do you remember Elisha's servant who was overwhelmed when the Syrian army had come against them? And, uh, oh, he was struggling. And uh, the prophet said, They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now, maybe you can't see that today, but I want you to know you're on the winning side. One of my favorite old hymns says this, I will never have a fear, for my Lord is ever near. And in Him so often I can find. He's the keeper of my soul since I gave Him full control. And He placed me on the winning side. Friends, you're on the winning side today. I love the fact that Psalm 3 ends again with blessing. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. Stop and think about this today. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.